the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a battlefield. Every day you're tested by others, challenged by society, and pushed to the limit by your inner struggles. To overcome, you must have the mindset of a warrior, at peace at all times, conscious of your true power, and present in every moment. Warriors are properly prepared to perform at the highest level. This is Way of Warrior Radio, helping you fight the good fight. And now, a man well-versed in trauma and drama, he's battle-hardened, and he has your six. Here is Way of Warrior Radio's Mr. Scott V. Black. Have you ever questioned yourself? Have you ever wondered how you're going to get through the next year, the next situation, the next school year, the next anniversary, the next holiday? Have you ever worried that some things that you struggled with in the past, you might struggle with in the future? Have you ever wondered if you can build in some of those things called habits in a good way? Well, I am Mr. Black, and today... We're going to talk about something so important as we go into the new year. We're going to talk about habits. We're going to talk about environment. And we're going to talk about science. On today's broadcast of Way of Warrior, I want to continue the process of getting you ready for whatever the new year has to offer. You know, we don't really know what the new year has to offer. But what we can do is get our minds right, get our hearts right. We can prepare ourselves. That's what warriors do. We must be aware of what is in front of us and, it's important, and the resources that we have that enable us to fight the good fight, our good fight. Part of this understanding is the knowledge of habits, of our actions, of of consequences. It's a universal law. We can choose our actions, but we don't get to choose the consequences. On today's Hour of Power, I want to stress the importance of the environment to our habits. And that's strange, and we're going to talk about words today because words are important. The right words at the right time will change someone's life, and the wrong words at the right time, if someone allows it, will destroy them. And we live in a culture where arguing and bickering about so many things using the same words, but totally different dictionaries. We need to understand the importance of the environment to our habits, to our performance, and to our success. So the question today, as I'm going to ask you, is are you aware of the power of your environment, both good and bad? And so today I want to lay the foundation that the programming is in the environment. Before we do that, let me share a little wisdom with you. I got this off of, uh, uh, what do they call it now, Meta. Facebook, but I thought it's pretty good because, again, remind us that we are in a holding pattern. I really think of this time between Christmas and the start of our new year, and I don't mean 
January 1. I mean the start of our new year. Mine's probably going to be about January 6. But that time, that space between is somewhat of a holding pattern. And if we understand Kairos, what time it is, that means there's time to reflect, to remember, to recollect. That's what yesterday's show was about. And as we're reflecting and remembering, we need to remind ourselves. And so one of the things we can remind ourselves is as we move forward, we should be mindful. And so this is called wisdom. And it's quotes from the underground. And it's labeled, be careful. It says, be careful that you don't become so powerful that you can't keep control. Be careful that you don't become so intelligent that you don't recognize your own ignorance. Be careful words that you speak, for if they do not taste good to the ears, no one's going to listen. Be careful of the products that you place in your life, that they don't take the place of personal emotions. Be careful of false wisdom, for it can make a wise man look foolish. Be careful of an untempered attitude because bruised fruit appeals to no one. Be careful of how high you climb. There's a point where you're going to have to get back down. Be careful of other people's solutions to problems they've never endured. And be careful of the climate you set in your environment. Don't make it so hot that you get burned now, I'm not sure I agree with all that. Part of that's in there is, a, uh, you know, have no expectations. You won't be disappointed. I don't like that thought. Can I suggest that instead of be careful, we might want to replace with beware. Isn't that what the word beware means? We have this word beware, and it's almost a scary word, but really it's, it's a contraction. It's be aware. Right? You just remove the other A. That's all you did. Beware is be aware. And as a leader, we got to be aware. And the only way to be aware is to be present. There, There's a, a past, there's a future, and there's a present. And we got a lot of people living in the past. And the problem with the past is it's a cancel check. It's already, it's a closed book. The, the punctuation's set. So you can't change the past. Now, you can change your version of it. You can change your perception of it. But you can't change it. And it's nice to dream of tomorrow. But dreams aren't guaranteed. And tomorrow's not guaranteed. And the two things that we need, breath in our lungs and a beating in our heart, both of those things we have no control over. Yeah, we can slow those, both of them down. And we can get a panic attack and speed them both up. But you can initiate a breath in your lungs. And you can initiate a beat in your heart. Those are by what we call Dale Valente. God willing. Outside of those things, there's a lot of things we can control. And one thing I want to talk about today is our environment. And as we get in this word environment, I want you to talk about words because... You know, I, I did a little search and I, on Google. I said, uh, what are the four most important environments in someone's life? And you know what happens when you type in the word environment on the Internet? Yeah, Greta Thornburg. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get. See, I'm not using environment as in hug a tree, uh, kiss a flower. I'm not talking about that environment. But you attempt to Google the word environment and get anything else but Greta Thornburg and the world exploding and the polar ice caps are melting and all that. I mean, oh, my gosh. But that just shows you the power of words. Remember, we talked about this thing called um, logic levels, Dr. Robert Diltz. And there are basically six levels uh, that we all work on. From the psychological point of view, there are six levels that human beings work with most often. The basic level is our environment. That's the bottom level, your external constraints. Above that is the, uh, the environment that you operate through, and that is your behavior. Your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies, which define your capabilities. And these capabilities are organized by belief systems of values. Beliefs are valued by identity. uh, And then your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit. Those are the logical levels. Spirit, identity, beliefs and values, capabilities, behavior, and environment. And so the bottom levels are easier to change than the top levels. And change takes, takes, takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. And you can never change a a problem at the same level as created at. All that applies to logical levels. But let me say this for this one point only. Today, when I'm talking about environment, I am not talking about the logical levels, the easiest environment change. I'm going to tell you right now that the key to our success or failure in the new year is our habits. The good habits and the bad habits. Can you instill good habits so you have a better new year? And can you remove bad habits? And if we're going to deal with habits, then we've got to talk about one of the most important parts of the equation, and that is our environment. And so first, I want you to understand the importance of environment with habits. And so after the break, I'm going to give you a couple of stories. I'm going to show you that's all about the environment. And if you set up the right environment, you could have an incredible 2024. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Take Freedom 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. All from the app. Just search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store. 
Discover an unforgettable gift that soars above the ordinary. 50% off a serene hot air balloon ride drifting above the picturesque St. Croix River Valley. Available only through this half-off station offer. Float peacefully between the lush green landscapes and endless sky. Secure a private ride for two with Stillwater Hot Air Balloons at 50% off. But hurry, slots are limited. Call the station at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Elevate your gift-giving game this year. Call today. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you use insulin or have had hypoglycemic events, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-514-9849. 800-514-9849. That's 800-514-9849. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-410-8643. That's 800-410-8643. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And I am so glad you're joining me today. And boy, uh, today's a sentimental day for me because uh, we're bringing this uh, radio show uh, on the terrestrial side to a close. Uh, Tomorrow will be our last show. Uh, But we are going to podcast form. So we're not going and we're changing our environment. Isn't that amazing that we're talking about environment today? So uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, we will be there. So um, if you listen to Spotify, if you listen to Apple Podcasts, uh, just look up Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight. Look up Like It Matters Radio. Look up Mr. Black. Uh, You will see me fighting the good fight. Also, you can go to wayofwarriorpod.com, wayofwarriorpod.com, and you'll find us there. So we're talking about Environment Day, not just because my environment's changing. But environment is absolutely critical. Let's be honest. What is different in about America today versus 20 years ago? The environment. And again, I am not talking about trees. I'm talking about norms, acceptable behaviors. And I truly believe the key to a new year, a better new year than the one we had before, is in habits. And if we're going to talk about habits, we got to understand what it takes to, one, create habits, and number two, what it takes to remove habits. Because what is a habit? A habit is something that we start doing consciously, and then we continue doing it unconsciously. Now, a lot of people have a negative connotation of habits. And uh, I can just say one word that should change your negative frame on when I say the word habit, uh, Stephen Covey. Right? Why do I? Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then wow. Uh, I don't want to say, but wow. <laughs> because Stephen Co- uh, Covey wrote a seminal book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, you got to know that those seven habits 
the way it's framed of highly effective people are not bad habits. They are good habits. Uh, I remember I went to uh, Promise Keepers decades ago, and one of the guys told me, he said, you know one of the greatest things I've ever done for my walk with God, Black? I said, what? He goes, I put my shoes under my bed. He goes, what? I said, yeah, I made a habit of putting my shoes under my bed, and that's exactly what happened. I could hear the crickets, just like John did right now. I'm like, what? What does that have to do with your walk with God? He said, that's easy. Every morning. When I started my day, I'd have to get on my knees to get my shoes out from under the bed. And every night when I ended my day, I had to get on my knees to put my shoes under my bed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't put my shoes under my bed. But I love that we can create a habit to do anything. And that is a good habit. But there are also bad habits. Bad habits. Maybe you smoke a little too much, whatever that is that you smoke. Maybe you drink a little too much, whatever that is that you drink. Maybe you eat a little too much, whatever that is that you eat. Maybe at 12 uh, midnight to 3 a.m. you're on the Internet when you think nobody else is looking and looking at things that you don't want anybody else to know about. Maybe you struggle with hate or bitterness. Maybe you're in this world and you bought into the victim mindset and you feel sorry for yourself all the time. Those are terrible habits. So I believe that the next year is really going to come down to our habits. What are the good habits we instilled and what are the not so good habits that we removed? But today I want you to focus in on environment because environment is important. Man, I've been helping people set goals and accomplish goals for three decades and there's always more to learn. There's no one's omniscient and I got a lot to learn and a friend of mine told me about this book, James Clear, Atomic Habits, and, you know, everybody's read it, but I actually finally got it about six months ago, and I've listened to it now on Audible probably six, seven times. I got it on my Kindle so I can highlight and send stuff to me. I got the book in hand so I can highlight, scribble on it, write on it, and all that, because I study things. And, boy, as much as I've worked on goal setting and habits and Uh, Man, James Clear has really taken it to another level. And so I want to share. He calls it the secret of self-control. And this is right from the book Atomic Habits. He says, in 1971, as the Vietnam War was heading into its 16th year, Congressman Robert Steele from Connecticut and Morgan Murphy from Illinois made a discovery that stunned the American public. While visiting the troops, they had learned that over 15% of U.S. soldiers stationed there were heroin addicts. 15%. Follow-up research revealed that actually 35% of service members in Vietnam had tried heroin, and as many as 20% were addicted. The problem was even worse than they had initially thought. The discovery led to a flurry of activity in Washington, including the creation of the Special Action Office of Drug Abuse Prevention under President Nixon. Remember the picture? You ever saw the picture of Elvis Presley? And he was an undercover DEA agent. I think this had to do with it. So under President Nixon, he opened this office to promote prevention and rehabilitation and attract addicted service members when they returned home. So Lee Robbins was one of the researchers in charge. In a finding that completely upended the accepted beliefs about addiction, Robbins found that when soldiers who had been heroin users returned home, only 5% of them became re-addicted within a year, and just 12% relapsed within three years. That's stunning. In other words, approximately 9 out of 10 soldiers who used heroin in Vietnam eliminated their addiction nearly overnight. Now, just think about that for a second in the drug culture of America that we live in now. 
whether you're talking about fentanyl or oxytocin or oxycontin, whatever you, you want to call it, uh, whether you're talking about marijuana, heroin, I mean, all that. There are so much drugs, Adderall, legal drugs, illegal drugs, magic mushrooms. Oh, my gosh. We are in a comatose state. And so 5% of them became re-addicted. This is stunning. One of the researchers in charge completely upended accepted beliefs about addiction. Robbins found that when soldiers who had been heroin users returned home, 5%. That's it. Became re-addicted within a year. And just 12% relapsed within three years. That's stunning. In other words, approximately 9 out of 10 soldiers who use heroin in Vietnam eliminated their addiction overnight. I read that twice so you can get this. The finding contradicts everything that we believed at the time. At the time, we considered heroin addiction to be a permanent and irreversible condition. This is why be careful about follow the science. You got to make sure you're following the real science, not the political science. See, there are a lot of times that we're told one thing and then we find out later it wasn't true. It wasn't true. Look up Dr. Spock. I can give you so many things. We used to watch above-ground nuclear tests. The government would encourage you to go outside in Nevada and watch above-ground nuclear tests. I mean, there's a lot of things that we think are okay, but later found out they're not so okay. The culture. See, this is what we're talking about. These two words I want to suggest to you can be, can be basically synonymous if used appropriately. The culture is the same as the environment. See, in Vietnam, soldiers spent all day surrounded by cues triggering heroin use. This is why you got to get the importance of the environment. We talk about it all the time. It's the environment, stupid. It's the environment. Everything comes from the environment. The environment is like soil. Remember the story about the, 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 the seeds uh, and the soil where you had the, the guy spreading seed and it fell on four different soils and only one of the soils did it produce anything close to what it was capable of. The other three soils were bad. See, that's the environment. That's synonymous with the environment. It's like the soil. It's our culture. So in Vietnam, again, soldiers spent all day surrounded by cues that triggered that habit of heroin use. It was easy to access. They were engulfed by constant stress of war. They built friendships with fellow soldiers who were also heroin users, and they were thousands of miles from home. However, get this, once a soldier returned to the U.S., he found himself in an environment devoid of those triggers, even though there was other triggers. And so when the context changed, so did the habit. Now, today we can compare that to a typical drug user, right? Someone becomes addicted at home or with friends. They go to a clinic to get clean, which is devoid of all the environmental stimuli that prompt their habit, then returns to their old neighborhood with all their previous cues, all their old friends, all their old traumas, all their old spatial anchors, all their old relational anchors that caused them to get addicted in the first place. It's no wonder that usually you see numbers of the exact opposite of those in the Vietnam study. Think about this. 90% of heroin users become re-addicted once they return home from rehab. 90%. The exact antithesis. Think about that. 
And he goes on to say, uh, Claire goes on to say in the book, the Vietnam studies ran counter to many of our cultural beliefs about bad habits because it challenged the conventional association of unhealthy behavior as a moral weakness, right? We look at people who struggle and they say, you're weak, you're this, you're you that. discipline. Right? You lack discipline. If you're overweight, a smoker, and an addict, you've been told your entire life is because you lack self-control. Maybe even that you're a bad person. The idea that a little bit of discipline would solve all of our problems is deeply embedded into our culture. Clear goes on to say that recent research shows something different. When scientists analyze people who appear to have tremendous self-control, listen, it turns out those individuals all aren't that different from those struggling. He said, disciplined people are better at structuring their lives in a way that does not require heroic willpower and self-control. Listen, in other words, they spend less time in tempting situations. Pay attention. The people with the best self-control are typically the ones who need to use it the least. It's so much easier to practice self-restraint when you don't have to use it very often. Yes, perseverance, grit, willpower are essential success. Absolutely. I'm just suggesting the way to improve these qualities is not by wishing you were a more disciplined person, but by creating a more disciplined environment. Think about that. A habit that has been encoded in the mind is ready to be used whenever the relevant situation arises. And so what we have to do is to change our environment. See, there's programming in the environment. And after the break, I'm going to talk about microbiologist Bruce Lipton. And he says that everything we believed about what drove a cell, we've been wrong. He says it's the environment, baby. We're a community of 50 trillion cells all driven by our environment. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. We lack discipline. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 40-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term life insurance may only cost you about 100 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars 
years of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-352-9239. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. For affordable term life insurance, call 800-352-9239. 800-352-9239 or BigLou.com. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-244-3080. That's 800-244-3080. Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. And today, we're talking about the importance of our environment. Man, I don't know about you, but I want to have a great 2024. I want to shine this next year. And so if we're going to shine, if we're going to do better, then we have been need to take a look backwards. And that's what we've been doing this week. We've been doing a SWOT analysis. As we look back to the last year and get ready for the new year, we got to look at our strengths. Look at our weaknesses, look at our opportunities, and look at our threats. And we've been talking about our environment today because in that environment, we should swat it as well. What are the strengths of our environment? What are the weaknesses of our environments? What are the outcomes or the obstacles, I should say, of our environment? And what are the threats? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Sorry, (laughs) that's what they are. So what are they in the environment? And the environment matters. Why? I've been talking a little bit about James Clare. Love his book, Atomic Habits. Don't read it. Study it. I think he's taken what uh, Paul Duhigg did in uh, uh, The Power of Habit. Uh, Duhigg did some great stuff. He introduced us to the cue, to the craving, to the response, to the reward. And basically, Clare just took off where Duhigg left off uh, and makes it make sense. And You know, he talks about the importance of the environment. And he shared a story in the book. I remember this lady, She was uh, her name was Patty Olwell. She was a therapist from Austin, Texas. And she started smoking. And what she would do, she would often light up while riding horses with friends. So she associated, uh, you know, riding a horse with cigarette smoking. They would get off the horses and go out and smoke. And it was just the two were connected. However, she realized smoking wasn't too healthy. And eventually she quit smoking and avoided for years. Along the process, the two weren't connected, but she also wound up no longer writing. So she quit smoking, and then in the process of doing that, she also stopped writing. Again, the two weren't connected. Decades later, I think it was two or three decades later, she hopped on a horse again for the first time. And what do you know? She found herself craving a cigarette for the first time in forever. See, the cues were still internalized. 
She just hadn't been exposed to them in a long, long time. And so we got to understand environment and culture, uh, how the two go together. And remember words, etymologists will study words. You know, you can use the same word, but it has different meaning. The most defined word in the English dictionary, at least last time I checked, was the word set, E-T, over 400 variable uses. We use the word love, and we read the word love in the Bible hundreds, maybe thousands of times. But if you go back to the original language, there's actually four different words that we translate into love. Actually, more than that, charities translate into love sometimes. But of the actual Greek words, agape is unconditional love. Eros is sexual love. And by the way, eros is not in the Bible. A phileo is brotherly love. And then storge, it's more of a compound word. It's familiar love. But listen how much we love. I love chocolate pudding. I love John Berg. <laughs> I love being on the radio. I love my wife. I love my Lord, my God, with all my heart, right? I love my cats, right? But you got to know I better be loving my wife more than I love chocolate pudding. And I better be loving my God more than I love my wife. There's a hierarchy there. And so the same thing when we talk about environment. You know, I talk all the time about the logical levels, uh, Dr. Robert Diltz. And environment in the logical levels is the lowest, lowest uh, one of the levels. It's the easiest one to change. But I always tell people, you can take an alcoholic out of the environment, take them out of the bar, but they're still alcoholic. They'll just get uh, radiator fluid or they'll just get cough syrup or whatever. If you, I mean, but if you go to the very top of the logical levels, you change who they are in their identity that realize that they, there's a higher power out there and that they can't do it, but their higher power can help them. And they realize that, hey, I'm going to struggle all my life with alcoholism, so I need to create my environment. That's really what AA is about. Is about structuring an environment so that someone can stay free from the desires of alcohol, or at least the responses to the desire of alcohol. And so I want you to know that's not what I talk about when I'm talking about environment. It's not that bottom level of where you hang out. I'm talking way beyond that. Let me tell you what my definition of environment is. Environment is the solid ground through which all things take hold. It is the soil in agriculture. It is the foundation for all things to grow, sustain, or die. It is the surroundings or conditions in which a person, animal, or plant lives or operates. Let me tell you how science defines environment. Science defines environment this way. The complex of physical, chemical, and biotic factors that act upon an organism or an ecological community and ultimately determine its form and survival. Did you hear that? Even the science community knows this ultimately determines its form and survival. This is what I'm telling you. This is why it's so important as we go in the new year. We've got to get our environments ready. C.J. Heck, she said this, we are all products of our environment. Every person we meet, every new experience or every adventure, every book we read touches and changes, make us unique beings we are. See, everything that we process, you know, we have five portals of entry into experience. We see things, we hear things, we feel things, we smell things, we taste things. Every memory we have is stored in one or all the five senses. And so really, our environment is what we're taking in through those five senses regularly, normally, over and over and over, which create conditions, which create patterns, which create habits, all that. And so Bruce Lipton, who we're going to talk about a little bit today, forerunner of epigenetics, best-selling author of biology of belief, says this, technically... We are a community of 50 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. 
So now culture. Think about what the word culture means. I'm not talking about yogurt, right? John's not yogurt, right? When I talk about culture, I'm talking about repeated norms, acceptable behavior, expected and desires interactions and rules of conduct. Do you see how culture and environment can change? Let me give you the difference. I, I teach business training. I teach leadership development. And so here's how I define business culture. Business culture is the human side of your business, the hearts and minds of your people, their habits, their beliefs, their attitudes, the way they interact with each other. It is the values that underlie all decision-making. It is a foundation for all relationships with your customers, both internal and external. Did you hear it? That's environment. The environment can be considered, can be considered more of the physical aspects, sure. And the culture can be considered more of interactions, depending on the uses, sure. However, the words can be interchangeable in many situations. Environment can be used synonymously with culture. And this matters. Why? Because habits are the key to our success in the future. If you want to have a better 2024, it comes down to our habits, comes down to our environment. I told you this is my last live radio show. Tomorrow will be on the radio as well. But after that, I'm going purely to podcast. And so you'll have to go wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and look up Way of Warrior, Fighting the Good Fight. Look up Mr. Black. Look up Like It Matters Radio. All those things, you'll find us that way. Go to wayofwarriorpod.com. We'll be there as well. And we need you to like us, download us, share us so that we can start impacting the world because I'm doing what I do today because the environment of America today. I'm doing what I'm doing today because the environment of our thoughts and our minds today. So we got to realize that habits, good and bad, are going to dictate what kind of 2024 we have. Are there some bad habits in our life that we need to remove? That 2023 becomes the last time they're alive in us. And what are the good habits? The good habits. You know, you have a part of your brain, the unconscious brain, called the basal ganglia. Basal ganglia. It's a set of neurons, a whole clump of cells. You know what the basal ganglia's number one job is? To get you in a habit as quick as possible. Look it up. Why? Because we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The rest of it's programming. It's unconscious. It's autopilot. It, we've been programmed. And the reason why most people can't change is because they want to do it consciously. But the programming's in the unconscious. So the unconscious programming runs the show. So if you can make any change, any lasting change, you must follow the rules of the unconscious brain. That's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about setting yourself up success. But why does it work? Because part of it is at the unconscious level. We are creatures of habit. We go through the motions. We've all driven home before without realizing how we drove home. But we stopped at all stops. We turned at all the turns. And voila, it's a habit. Believe it or not, driving home after work is a habit. Something you started doing consciously, and then you continue to do it unconsciously. And there are many times, and I'm not talking about drug or alcohol-induced, that we drove home without realizing driving home. See, there are four pieces to a habit. There's a cue, there's a craving, there's a response, and there's a reward. The cue triggers a craving, which motivates a response, which provides a reward, which satisfies the craving. The cycle is known as the habit loop. And so how do you create a good habit? Well, well, James Clear says it's easy. The first law, cue, make it obvious. The second law, craving, make it attractive. 
the third law response, make it easy, and the fourth law reward, make it satisfying. So conversely, it's the opposite, how to break a bad habit. It's the inversion of the first law. Q, make invisible. See, these are all about the environment. That's what I want you to hear. The inversion of the first law is say, Q, make it invisible. Inversion of the second law, craving, make it unattractive. The inversion of the third law, response, make it difficult. And the inversion of the fourth law, reward, make it to where it's not satisfying. See, this is the environment. It's a habit loop. The four-step process is not something that happens occasionally, but it happens in an endless feedback loop that is running and active during every moment of your life. The brain is continually scanning the environment, predicting what will happen next, wanting to figure out different responses and learning from the results. The entire process is completed in a split second. So if we're going to have a better new year than we did last year, then we need to make sure we focus on the programming in our environment. It's all about the environment, baby. We've got to set ourselves up to success and remove things that take away from our success. After the break, I'll share some wise people and their opinions on how important the environment is. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and the state. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. 
Attention, business owners. Have you already filed for your employer retention credit with the IRS? As reported in a major financial paper, the IRS will be slowing down ERC checks. You could now be waiting several months to a year plus to get your ERC money. We can help you get it within 10 days. As long as you've already filed for your ERC with the IRS, we can advance you the money. Finance ERC has already funded millions of dollars in ERC money. You don't need to wait to get your money we can get it to you within 10 days again if you've already filed your employer retention credit we can help you get the money in your bank account within 10 days from today but you need to call right now while time is on your side here's our number not available in all states 800-974-5215-800-974-5215-800-974-5215 that's 800-974-5215 Welcome back to Way of Warrior, fighting the good fight. A little ceremonious, little ceremonious sadness. Uh, Way of Warriors no longer going to be on the Terraforma, whatever you call it, terrestrial radio. We are moving to the podcast realm, changing our environment, not riding off the sunset, but riding off into a better future. We want to impact as many people as possible. So. We love Salem. We love being a part of the Minneapolis uh, community. Uh, man, for the last seven-plus years, it's been incredible. Please know I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I will still continue to change lives. As a matter of fact, the leadership training, uh, we're changing from we're rolling from Like It Matters into Way of Warrior. You can look at the training at wayofwarrior.training. Uh, you can still look at likeitmatters.net, but wayofwarrior.training. Uh, and the podcast, uh, again, we podcast, uh, we post two podcasts a week, uh, every Monday and every Thursday. Today's podcast, all you got to do is go to Way of Warrior, uh, Fighting the Good Fight. You can find it on any of your podcasts that's right there. Uh, took a lot of the radio shows and reformatted them to the podcast, but without the radio show now, these will be all fresh new content uh, starting next week. So please uh, help us change the world one mind at a time. See, we're talking about environments today. The programming's in the environment. So what are the major environments? I told you I started getting ready for this radio show by Googling what are the major environments in someone's life, and I could not get beyond Greta Thornburg because we live in a world that worships the creation. And so when I was looking up environment, they wanted me to go hug a tree, and I actually wanted to find out what are the struggles that most people have. Yeah, we're not talking about the birdies. We're talking about the things in our head. So let's be honest. What are major environments? That's a fair question, right? And here's how you reframe the question. Where do you spend a regular amount of time? I mean, there's, there's your answer. Where do you spend a regular amount of time? Well, you know, it's at home. Uh, boy, I tell you, I work from my house. And one thing I realize as we roll this from Like It Matters into Way of Warrior, um, I, I want to get an office. I want to get back in the office because uh, it's a different environment. Uh, and I'm not uh, always good at uh, making myself self-motivating when I'm in my pajamas working from the house. So our home environment is really important. Our business environment, right? We're either home or at work for a lot of people. At home or at work. If you have a hobby, you know, you race cars or you play basketball, I would say you spend a lot of time there at the gym. If you're a gym rat, that's an important environment, right? How about your heart? Oh, yeah, the environment of your heart. Isn't that a story of the sower and the seed? 
It was all about the environment of the heart. The seed was the same, and yet in some areas it did well. In other areas it did nothing. In some areas it started doing well and then it died off. And in some areas it started growing but then got choked with the worries of life and weeds. Don't you get? And even Jesus himself said, the soil's the heart. It's the heart. But I want to close off by focusing on what I believe is the most important environment, and that is our head. Viktor Frankl said it best, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power, our freedom. I love the saying, two men sit behind bars, one sees mud, the other sees stars. William James said, man can alter his life by altering his thinking. If you want to change your mind, I'm sorry, if you want to change your world, you got to change your thinking. So we use that word all the time, mind and brain, you know, Caroline Leaf. I love Caroline Leaf and her book, uh, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, again, just like with uh, Clear's book of Atomic Habits, just phenomenal stuff. A couple things that uh, Caroline Leaf says is your mind is not your brain, just as you are not your brain. When you think, you will feel, and when you think and feel, you will choose. These three aspects always work together. This is the mind in action. She says the thought itself is the concept, the big idea. Thoughts have memories like trees have branches. There are three types of memories in a thought, information, emotions, and physical sensations. She says thoughts are located in three different places, in your brain, in the cells of your body, and in your mind. During the day, you think, feel, and choose to build new thoughts into your mind and brain. At night, you think, feel, and choose to sort out the thoughts you have built during the day, which provides the content for dreams. Self-regulation is the overarching catalyst of successful mind management and is your brain's favorite exercise. When we do not self-regulate, we will suffer mentally and physically. This is what he got, the battles in the mind. The mind is your spirit running your brain. Remember, man's a three-part being. We have a body. It's our, it's our vehicle. It's our tabernacle. But you're not the body. That's a 120-year lifespan. It's a carbon-based life form. It goes to dust. And then you have a brain. The brain runs the body. Again, you are not the brain. It is a carbon-based life form. And then you have the spirit, which is you. Your body, your brain has a lifespan. When that's gone, your spirit is eternal. It will be somewhere. It will be either with God or away from God. You can put whatever labels you want on those two destinations. But you're either going to be with God or away from God because just like God, you are eternal. And so the battles in the mind, the Bible's replete with Scripture about focus only on those things that are good and pure. Hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Focus only on those things that are good and pure. Transform your thinking. Do not think like the ways of this world. Guard your heart for all the issues of life. It's all right there. So why do you need to know this? Because Fast Company in 2015 said we've made a world with 300 exabytes of human-made information. Have you, do you know what an exabyte is? Neither do I. So I had to look it up. I found out this. It's 1,024 times larger than a petabyte. Do you know what a petabyte is? Neither did I. So I had to look it up. There are 1,024 terabytes or 1 million gigabytes in a petabyte. One terabyte is equal to 1,000 gigabytes. Actually, 1,024 gigabytes, binary. See, we get daily bombed. We got all this stuff coming at us, and then we get distracted. 
And the old saying, the enemy can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. This is why the ultimate environment is your mind. We've got to be stewards of our mind. We've got to hold our thoughts captive. Why? Because Dr. Bruce Lipton, about 15 years ago, wrote a great book called The uh, Biology of Belief. Now, Dr. Uh, Lipton is a a uh, well-received microbiologist, University of Wisconsin. I mean, he is sought after. He's won awards. Dr. Lipton was being interviewed at the National Library of Medicine, National Center for Biotechnical Information. And he was, this was a a question posed to Dr. Lipton. He says, how does that relate to your beliefs on the effects of environment of the evolution of genetics? He was talking about, he was asked the question of why he was doing what he was doing. Why was he talking about environment? He says this, we are not controlled by our genetics. Your genes are controlled by your environment and more specifically your perception of the environment. This allows dynamic control of your biology. If genes controlled your life, your fate would be determined regardless of what was happening in the environment. He says, quote, these are your genes. This is your life. You have this cancer gene. You're going to get cancer and die. And he goes on to say, the fact is there's no such thing as a cancer gene. He says that this is a belief that is self-sabotaging. If you believe you have cancer gene and you believe that gene can turn on and give you cancer, then your belief is manifesting a chemistry that will create cancer because you are translating a perception into chemistry. A perception of cancer can cause cancer. Less than 10% of cancer has any hereditary linkage at all. The other 90% or more of cancer is a direct response to the environment and the perception of that individual in that environment. The new science is called epigenetic control. Controlled by the genes. That's what it means. The new science is called epigenetics. It sounds similar, but it's profoundly different. Epi means above. And so epigenetics is actually above the genes, controlling the genes. This is the new biology. It reveals that the environment and our perception of the environment are what control our genetic activity. Did you hear that? We can get control of this. We've got to understand how we work. There's a four-step process. There's a cue. There's a craving. There's a response. There's a reward. If you want to create a good habit going into the new year, make the cue obvious. Make the craving attractive. Make the response. Make it easy. And make the reward satisfying. And if you want to get rid of a bad habit moving into the new year, four steps. Make the cue invisible. Make the craving unattractive. Make the response difficult and make the reward unsatisfying. This is how we have control of our environment. And one of the best things you can do to control your environment in the new year is stay with me. Stay listening to our podcast, wayofwarriorpod.com. I'm going to help you fight the good fight. I'm going to help you be the utmost that you can be. And make sure you tune in tomorrow for our final radio show before everything goes to podcasts. And go to wayofwarrior.training where I'll help you realize that when you live your life like it matters, it is the way of the warrior. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thoughts cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Use your head, man! Into Nash D'Souza's new blockbuster movie, Police.
police state exposes the government's plot to control MAGA conservatives. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. MAGA Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Mass surveillance, censorship, and armed attacks. There's nowhere to hide. FBI, we have an arrest warrant. Fifteen marked units on my property. Military-styled soldiers pointing an automatic rifle at my head. Are we becoming a police state? It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Shuley. Police state sounds the alarm. What we need is a person, and then we go find out what crime you did. How did we give the state this kind of power? Police state. They have their lists. Are you next? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police state. Buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.